Welcome to the Voices of Nomads, a podcast series where we share the stories of the people in the nomads community. My name is Ling and I'm your host and I hope you enjoy the show. Our first guest today is Long Lei. He is the alumni of Nomads Team 2 as well as the founders of the Rotten Grapes Improv Troupe. He's also an organizer of TEDx Hanoi. And on the show today, we talk about his passion for comedy, his reason behind being an organizer of TEDx, and of course, his own journey and experience in the Nomads program. All right, all right. So, welcome, Lam, to uh, our Voice of Nomads first episodes, and thank you again for accepting the invitation. Um, how, how are you feeling right now? Well, first, thank you for having me today. I'm feeling very good. Uh, very excited. This is actually the first time I record a podcast mm. that is not my own. <laughs> first time to be a guest, I guess. Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, so, I think just want to start off. I want to, well, first of all, can you let us uh, introduce who you are? Like, um, how do you introduce yourself to a stranger? How do I introduce myself to a stranger? Mm. Well, well, it first depends on who the stranger right. is or friends, yeah. okay. Uh, probably my name, my name is Long, uh, maybe a little bit my age, <laughs> sometime. Uh, I was born in 1994, uh, I graduated Banking Academy mm. about three years ago, mm. uh, and now I think and say that I'm a comedian, mm. I do comedy for a living, so. Nice. Yeah, so I'm a comedian, I run an improv group mm. here in Hanoi, and uh, occasionally I organize an uh, event. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. event, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. Very nice. So that's probably all about me. Okay, so I heard uh, um, you went to Banking Academy three years ago, yes. and uh, right now you're making a living as a comedian yeah. and also organizing events. Yes. All right, I, okay, so many things I want to ask you about that. So uh, can you tell me a bit about your life as a comedian? How, how is that? Okay, yeah. life as a comedian, well, I, I started uh, to do comedy uh, since uh, in, uh, I was in college. Mm. Uh, so I started with uh, stand-up comedy, I think like uh, in third year of university, I started to okay. yeah write some jokes, and I so the first thing that got me into comedy was uh, when I started to learn English. Mm. I, I watched a lot of comedy mm. uh, TV series, and so, and I also loved comedy back since I was a child. Mm. I loved watching Gam Yong Kui Tuan. Yeah, so yeah. I'm kind of a big nerd of comedy. Mm. I, I read a lot of books, so I decided to try out um, stand up. Mm. I did it for like. Uh, I think even more than a year, but I only mm. perform, I think like three or four shows, and of course each show is only five minutes on stage. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yes, and some open mics as well. Mm. But uh, what I found is that people don't usually laugh at my jokes. <laughs> they laugh <laughs> at me when I deliver it. You know, oh, okay. when like I was being so awkward and like, you know, I hit the timing all wrong and stuff like mm. that. So and and also I feel like when I do stand up, it it was not really me mm. um, having uh, pointing out that joke. So that's why I decided to uh, not doing uh, stand up uh, when I uh, in my fourth year of university, mm. and I changed to uh, improv mm. because I got a friend who visited um, uh, Hanoi and she was asking for any improv troupe and there was no improv group. Mm. So I decided to get a few friends to join that, and then uh, now we do improv ever since then. And uh, right now I'm teaching improv for people. Very nice. Uh, yeah. And for, for the people who are living, uh, who are listening, mm-hmm. and might not know what improv is, can you just give a 
quick definition. What what do you mean when you say improv? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't know what improv was uh, when I actually uh, when I started new no mass. Mm. I'll talk about that later. But sure. uh, uh, so improv, what it means is actually it it's a, it's a Usually people think that improv is improvisation, yeah. but it's actually not. Improv is already means improvisation or comedy. Mm. So when you say improv, uh, you mean that you're doing comedy by mm. using improvisation. So it's not drama or it's mm. not other type of theater. You know, improvisation is making things up, yeah. but improv is making funny things up. Sure. So that's what improv is. Uh, and that's what your troupe is doing. And your troupe name is? Uh, the Rotten Grapes. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> the name has a has a history as well. Yeah. Can you share a bit about that? Um, so, um, so three years ago when I started the group, uh, it was oops, um, three years was when I started the group. Um, I uh, I was a big fan of the Second City, which is also a, a theater and also a comedy uh, training center. Ah, okay. Um, you can find like Tina Fey or Chris Farley. From, wow. Yeah, they graduated. From, they took a class mm. from that, so mm. I was a big fan of that. Mm. Uh, I didn't know UCB at that time. Um, and what is UCB, sorry? So UCB are now the theater uh, that was in New York and uh, LA. Mm. Um, okay. You can find even more famous people from UCB, like uh, Amy Poehler mm. or uh, Zach Wood mm. from Second Valley, you know, a lot of famous people from there. Uh, so I was a big fan of the Second City. Mm. So I was thinking, okay, I have to name my group the something, right? So, mm. yeah, so that, and then I, I, I read an article about how to name an improv troupe. <laughs> uh, yes, and there's a few advice, and the advice is that it has to suck enough, it, ha it has, you know, <coughs> it should suck enough so people uh, remember your name. <laughs> uh, and yeah, and, and, uh, and I uh, took a look at all other troops' names, you mm. know, it's really weird. So I think, like, maybe once candy or. Mm. Fuck that shit! I'm gonna, you know, I can say that here. Uh, you know, it's really weird. So I think okay, I'm gonna go with like the rotten waves. And then uh, after that, I think like few months after, when actually at the beginning nobody was paying attention about the name. Right? <laughs> and then after that, uh, when we do some show, mm. uh, people started to notice the name. And then I had to come up with a justification for the name. Mm. I didn't want to use that uh, story, so I. Um, I go on. In, I went on the internet and look for some anagram for the name. Anagram. Yes. Yeah. So, actually, if you rearrange the letter of the rotten grapes, yeah, you would get um, the greatest porn. The greatest <laughs> porn. So that is the definition of the rotten grapes now. That's the oh, greatest porn. Yeah, the greatest porn. Wow. So, All right. Right. Cool. And I. I you know this already, but yeah, I really like your comedy troops, and uh, I hope one day I can be part of them. And yeah. now I know how. Huh, I'm a part of the greatest porn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. rotten grapes troops. Cool. Point, yeah. Um, so I heard before, uh, besides being comedian, you also organize event, and TEDx Hanoi yeah. is one of them. Can you share a bit about yeah? How did you yeah? Well, how did you get into onto this path of organizing TEDx event? Okay. Um, so it's uh, so I was actually. A, uh, like a host of a English group mm. in Hanoi in 2015. Uh, it was uh, it's called um, Hanoi in English. So basically, oh, yeah. we do any event in English. Mm. So we meet up. We having coffee in English. We play poker in English. We play board game in English. 
basically we do all events or all kind of activities in English. Mm. Uh, and from from that, I I, I was uh, really uh, into like organizing events, you know, really like that. Even though those events was really small mm. ones. Um, and then I joined Nomads actually, and so TEDx was my uh, personal project mm. from Nomads. Mm. Uh, I picked that, and um, I organized my first event in 2015. Mm. And then I uh, feel like okay, this is actually really cool, and it gives me a lot of benefit um, for my personal life as well. So that's why mm. I keep doing it until now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I mentioned, yeah, you start this project when you were in Nomads. Yeah. You know, I definitely want to explore that a little bit more uh, later on. Uh, but I guess uh, I I'm curious out. Uh, why, why did you pick TEDx as a your personal project in, in Nomads? Okay, yeah. um, let me see. Okay, so actually that was not my original project. Yeah. I think some of uh, you might know. My uh, original project was the, um, I want to start a banana stand <laughs> <laughs> to sell uh, frozen uh, banana yeah. dipped in melted chocolate. Um, yes, actually I got the idea from a um, TV series Arrested Development. Oh yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so they, they was talking about that. Like, a lot the banana stand there's always money in the banana stand yeah. uh, so I actually I, I made some um, um, I uh, yeah I made some and I, well, it was actually really good I feel like okay I've, I've, I would rather eat banana this way than <laughs> the normal way <laughs> so I think okay maybe I, I should start that as my project I, maybe I will start a banana stand mm. but then I realized that ooh that's a lot of hard work to do like I have to invest um, a place, you know, to sell that, and also, uh, you know, I think like some kind of license to to sell food or something like that. Yeah, I, I, I think so. Because I was, something. yeah, I was, I was thinking like maybe I'll start small, but then at one point I want to have like maybe a small stand, uh, you know, small place where people can go and buy, you know, mm-hmm. if I want to do it. Oh yeah, I was, um, and and then I realized, okay, maybe my food is not really that great. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so, and, and then I decided to do uh, TEDx because it was uh, closer to what I was doing at that time, which mm. is organizing event for mm. my kind of English group. Mm. So that's why, okay, this is actually easier because I already have the community, and I know I know more about event organizing than cooking food. <laughs> Otherwise, I changed to uh, to TEDx as mm. my personal project. Mm. Um, so what got me into that? Because um, I still remember one uh, member of my team, which is Chicho. Oh, yeah. uh, she was actually talking about um, TEDx, um, and like the people in Hanoi doesn't didn't have the habit to go and watch uh, talks like that. So that was one thing. And the other thing is that uh, we watched a TED talk in one of the sessions in Nomads. Mm. It was the um, why and how, you know, start with why. why. And actually, I I didn't watch that talk before joining Nomads. Mm. That was a really famous one. Uh, I I, I really liked it and I think, okay, I think I can start uh, doing some event like this and maybe, you know, create a habit of people go and watch talk mm. like this mm. in here, uh, and yeah, so that was, uh, that was the reason. <coughs> okay, so because uh, <coughs> you, uh, you were one of the members inspired you, like, yeah, we don't have this kind of setup here in Vietnam, in yes. Hanoi, and uh, yeah, people don't typically have the habit of watching it, and you feel like, yeah, this is something you want to bring here. Yep. And nice, and um, since, um, so how, how, how many TEDx events have you organized? TEDx events? Uh, 
thing uh, one, two, three, four, five. I got five main characters event. Wow. And I think two viewing parties. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So main characters event means that we have live speakers. Yep. And viewing parties mean uh, we only watch a live stream from a tech conference. Mm. So I do, yeah, I do seven. Got five main. Yeah, five main and five. two party, streaming party. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. All right. And since you already mentioned Nomads a couple of times now, so I think it's time yes. to, uh, <laughs> to move that focus there. So first of all, I, I want to ask, in your own definition, how would you define what is Nomads? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> My own definition. Um, let's see. I think uh, let's go back to uh, when I started uh, Nomads. Yeah. I think in 2015, right? Mm. Yeah. Uh, summer 2015. Uh, how did I know Nomads though? <laughs> uh, I don't remember now. Um, but what I remember the most was the um, application for yeah. Nomads at that time. It was way too long. <laughs> I think I, I had to finish. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I did it and then I, I don't know if you guys had that save button at that time. But basically I was doing all the application and at one point um, I think I sent, uh, accidentally turned off the, uh, the browser or something like that. I think I lost like a half of my application. <laughs> Actually I messaged um, Gus was yeah. the uh, at that yeah. time about uh, whether you know, that part was saved or not. Um, so <laughs> that was a funny story about uh, applying for Nomads. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, at that time, Nomads for me, um, Nomads for me. Uh, so it, the name was really, really uh, intriguing at that time. Yeah, Nomads. I did know the word Nomad. The N O. Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, something to link with that. Uh, but I'm not so sure if that is, is it like the same Nomads. Nomads. Right, and uh, when, well, after attended like a um, like a meeting with uh, where we can ask questions, you know, I, mm. I think I understand it more. Mm. So I think for me at that time, no much was like uh, yeah, I feel like a feel like a place where you can learn almost everything, mm. you know, because uh, that's what I think I read from their website that time. Mm. You can learn um, about art, you can learn about branding mm. yourself, marketing, mm. you know, start your own project. Mm. Oh, this is exactly what I want because I was. Uh, about to graduate from university, and I didn't actually join any club in club in my university, so mm. I didn't have much of a maybe soft skill and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, so I think, okay, this is exactly what I uh, was uh, looking for. So mm. I signed up for that, and yeah, for me at that time, I think Nomads is all about you know, you know, every single thing you know that you can learn to maybe make you um, you know better at uh, your professional life and also to find more about who you really are, mm. right? Mm. And so when I joined the program, um, it's also about um, the people there as well. Mm. And that's what I realized. Because I think my program was the, the longest program mm. ever <laughs> created. Uh, so uh, we was team two. Yeah. And we spent four weeks together, but from Monday to Friday, yeah. Yeah, instead of four weekends. So yeah, from Monday to Friday, it was 20 days together with, with all the participants yeah. at that time. So I was like, oh wow, so you know, it was really cool to, uh, to, like, like, to get to know everyone and to stick with people for that long, mm. you know. Um, so at that time, yeah, I feel, sometimes I feel, no matter, it's more about, you know, um, the, uh, you know, 
the people there as well. Mm. Yeah, especially I, I think I, I really like the facilitator that um, <laughs> uh, Gus and uh, Daniel. Yeah. Oh man, they're so funny as well. Mm. And uh, yeah, actually Gus did uh, get me into improv. Oh, actually, yeah. yes. Oh wow. So we yeah we had a, a section where we had to make a, a presentation on the spot. Mm. Uh, I think we, we started with a game though. First, the game was like she had uh, he has a, a bag of uh, a lot of stuff in there, but we didn't know what inside yet. Mm. And then we just picked one from that, mm. and then we have to make a sales pitch about that product. Oh, right? Yeah. So it was or improvisation skill, right? Here. Yeah. And then we do some improvisation presentation mm. about something. Um, and then he told me that hey, Long, you are good at. Improvisation. No, I, mm. What is improvisation? So I didn't know about that. And then uh, when he told me that, I researched more about improv. Oh, and then I found out some. Oh, actually, this is also a type of comedy as well. Mm. So that's what you know got me into. Okay, improv. And then when a friend came, I immediately contacted her. So yeah, girls uh, got me into improv. Wow. Indirectly, yeah, but indirectly, yeah. That's, that's very cool. So, so I heard you said that at the beginning when you saw Nomad, it is a place that you seem that you can learn anything, everything, and about yourself and about developing projects, mm -hmm. soft skill, but also personal. I mean, professional development also. And it felt like something that was really you were looking for yeah. at that stage in your life, which is third year in college. Huh? Yes, yes, third year, third year or fourth year. Uh, I think it was. Uh... Yeah, the summer of the third year to fourth mm -hmm. year, yeah. Yeah. Wow, long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and what you what you found there, first of all, you said is this really cool group of people that you spent yeah. 20 days with. 20 days. Was it from 9 to 5 or so? Uh, yeah, 9 to 5. Wow. How many to 8 to 5? I don't know. That's intense. Really, 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 really. We really get to know each other. Yeah, huh? really get to know each other. Yeah. And from that, you also got to know about improv at that point. Yeah. And um, also the project of TEDx yep. stemmed from the program itself. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. And that kind of defined your life right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have, yeah. 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 You were saying at the beginning, you're a comedy and a comedian and a event organizer. Yes. Yes. Cool. <laughs> so, well, my question was going to be, my next question was going to be, what would you say would be the <clears throat> one of the things that you most valuable learnings, I guess, mm -hmm. from the program itself? From the yeah. <clears throat> mm. Oh, I have to recall the whole program now. <laughs> <laughs> or something just pop up in your mind. Yeah. yeah. Um, let me see. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, I remember a few sections from that. Mm. Um, the first one, well, probably the first section. <laughs> was the first section, we did a petrochemical uh, presentation to introduce about ourselves. And then in the afternoon, we had a, um, a, an art teacher. Mm. Come and uh, and then talk about art mm. and the way you can express yourself. Mm. Uh, yes, actually, like at that time, I was not. I was like all about I think like um, logical or uh. analysis stuff like that. And I actually, I never pay attention to art at that time. Mm. Like for me, drawing is like yeah. I'm, I'm, I would I would consider that like I would never draw. But yeah. then at that time, I realized that actually it's. It's fun to, to draw, mm. and also uh, now the art um, section was at the black box, that, mm. uh, so you can you, like, walk around and like, discover more about yourself, you know, feel really free. Uh, free. Mm. Yeah, so I think it, this is not the most valuable um, 
lesson yet, but I think I really appreciate the art uh, sections mm. in, uh, in Nomad mm. uh, because yeah, it, it because it's new for me. Yeah, so, yeah, I really I really like it. So it's new for me. Yeah, uh, and the most valuable um, section for me um, probably the. Uh, the one about um, yeah, the one that where we uh, we learn about leadership and mm. where uh, we uh, we watch the um, TEDx talk about start with why yeah and uh, yes yeah, first is like it was really because uh, I watched TED talk before a lot but I didn't watch that one you know mm. and and that one was actually the first one I watched with other people as well mm. so that's a different feeling yeah. there you know when you watch alone uh, usually you, okay you, maybe you finish like uh, half of the episode and you know, half of the talk and then um, you feel bored or something like that but when you watch with other people it feels something differently yeah, um, is different yeah yes yeah. and so yeah because of that then I, I, I I think okay. Well, this is actually really cool, and and so for me, leadership was actually something I really want to know more mm. about, and uh, that's what I ended up uh, doing in. Uh, I still exploring in uh, when I organized my TEDx event mm. and running my improv. Mm. I'm always the leader. I have to say that, mm. but um, yeah, I think uh, that would be the most valuable. Mm. Even though right now I couldn't remember anything exactly <laughs> from that section inside the talk, but okay, yeah, it was. So, so I heard you say that. Um, first of all, one of the things that come up to you is at Nomad, you have the ability, opportunity to try something new, something yep. that you would never consider doing before, yeah. and uh, which is arts and drawings, which is really cool. I, I definitely relate to that. Mm -hmm. I also. For all my life, like I would see myself, I don't have any artistic yes. talents at all. <laughs> and Nomas was one of the first time when I really had to, yeah, they make me draw and stuff. <laughs> and I was like, what is this shit? And then, <laughs> you know what? It, it's actually, it's cool. I like yeah. it. Um, but then, the, it sounds to me like the most valuable thing, or one of the most valuable thing you got from the program is this idea of starting with why and leading, yes. or doing anything with, starting with a purpose. Yeah. Right? Yep. Mm. So, can, with, with that in mind, can you share about the purpose? I, I, I'm out of curiosity. Mm -hmm. What would you say is your purpose of doing TEDx, and what would you say your purpose of doing improv? Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, my purpose of doing TEDx. Uh, well, okay. So first, for the I think we'll probably have to start with me first. <laughs> for me first, and then we'll go for community later. <laughs> yeah. Well, for TEDx, um, it's a non-profit um, um, project. So actually, I'm not making any money from that. Mm. But I, what I got from uh, uh, from TEDx uh, was a lot. Mm. So the, for the first uh, uh, one, two, three events, it was all about learning, you know, mm. uh, and even the fourth event as well. Mm. And I think like always, but especially for the first few events, I learned a lot from that, you know, because at that time I didn't have any experience, you know, dealing with venue or managing budget mm. or uh, curating speakers, you know, mm. pre prepare the program, logistics, any of that. Mm. But throughout those events, I got to learn a lot. Um, mm. So I think uh, I was thankful for that. So I learned now all the things about event organizing from that. Mm. Um, the second thing would be um, the network that I got from that, mm. you know, with the speakers and also with the attendees. Mm. As well, you know, that's those are the personal things that I got from TEDx. Yeah, um, you know, without money, but yeah. I got uh, yeah the connection and the, the, the knowledge. Yeah. Um. So and then for the um, for the community, um, for the community, I still a little bit feel uh, um, that okay, not enough. 
fun mm. community. Mm. I will explain it now. Yeah. Um, so the reason why is that I would, as organizer, I always consider this is not just a one-day event, mm. right? So, so the purpose to do this is to inspire people, right? Yeah. To connect people together. Yeah. Right? But somehow I feel that I don't do enough of that just yet. Mm. Like because the event is only one-day event, mm. and I don't, I haven't be able to. Uh, make people connect more mm. you know mm. and usually like that's what I'm trying to do now for the future event is that I want to connect people even before the event mm. during the event and after the event mm. so it's not just uh, like to go there and watch a show mm. just to go there and like uh, listen to talks and be inspired but more about like connecting people because people who go to TEDx event are like open-minded people and really you know they, they want to connect but I feel like this is not enough time and one day is not enough so Mm. Uh, for me, I, I haven't achieved that yet. Mm. Right, um, the quality of the talk is is getting better, mm. so I'm okay with that. But mm. I really want to connect more people mm. through that uh, event. So, yeah, that's probably the most uh, the purpose, the biggest purpose why I'm doing TEDx is that people can come together mm. and to network and maybe like take something that can be born from that, you know? Kind of like a sort of community around Yes, this yes, somehow, yes. So we yeah. want to create a community, not just like, okay, we, we come there and watch a show together. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's the biggest purpose. But uh, yeah, so far, I don't think that I'm doing such a good job of that just yet. Because mm. um, first, that the time is only one day. Mm. And usually, we don't have the habit of like connecting before the event yet. Yeah. Usually, I started a, a Facebook group, but not enough traffic going yeah. on there yet. Yeah. And it's especially after the event, yeah, not too much. So mm. maybe some of the connection was made during the day and then yeah. they stay friends. Yeah. Uh, but, but like just only for those two, you know, a small group, it's not a big community just yet. Yeah, um, okay. So, yeah. Uh, do you know, like, is this a kind of similar situation? Because I'm very much aware TEDx is <laughs> not just in Hanoi, it's yeah. all over the world, yeah? So is there, like, case study of templates, if you can look at the different cities out there where there is that community TEDx, or is this a common mm. struggle, say, would you say? Or? Yeah, I think it's, it's a common thing, mm. even for the even for the TED global, you know, yeah. yes, yeah, it's usually, um, it's, it's actually pretty hard to, you know, before the event, when you haven't met other people, it's a little bit hard to connect with them, Yeah, and then uh, during the event. Uh, but what I think what I can do um, better is that maybe I can do more uh, pre-event, mm. like more offline pre-event, mm. and also uh, have to do like some sort of like maybe a weekly meetup, something like that, so people can have a place to. Because mm. I feel that that uh, maintain the community more than uh, just a single one-day event. Mm. Like you have like a weekly meetup, because mm. that's how my you know, in English meetup was formed. Yeah, and also Eprod as well. If yeah. you have a if you meet weekly, then yeah. Like there will be a community yeah, around that, that. So I think like it has to be more often than just uh, uh, once a year event. Yeah. So before moving on to improv, uh, moving back to improv, uh, I guess I, my question is why do you think that's important to have the community around the TEDx event? Mm, yeah, uh, because I think it's uh, we can achieve a lot more things mm. with the community than, uh, yeah. And also, it, it, it keeps your inspiration as well. Mm. Usually, when you come and listen to something, you feel really inspired. Yeah. You know, oh, yes, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to start doing that. You know, mm. you feel like you learned something. But then sometimes, like, after the event, about like one or two months, about, oh, okay. 
you back to your yeah, normal like life nothing and happened nothing happened but if you have a community then you know you keep interact with people with like like minded people you would you know then have more energy you know, and then more yeah things like that okay I do feel like there's a lot of benefit that could come from that from the community at least more fun I guess <laughs> that's what I experienced in improv and in uh, uh, my my English group fair enough yeah. So let's back to improv a little bit. Um, or what would you say is your your reason, your why of doing improv? I'm doing improv. Um, so I started with uh, com- uh, with comedy. Uh, actually, like people say, like okay, Lam, uh, uh, you love improv. Actually, the reason is not really. <laughs> I'm not really that big of a fan for improv. Uh, I'm a big fan of comedy. Yeah. So I started with with comedy. I love comedy. And uh, so I really wanted to to do more comedy here mm. for the people in Hanoi as well. Mm. So uh, yeah, that's what, for my biggest passion, which is comedy. comedy. I love it, and I see that okay, maybe the, the, there's not enough comedy going around uh, here. Mm. Uh, there's nothing. There's no comedy program like um, maybe there's few now, but. Uh, uh, maybe it's not the type of comedy that I was uh, looking for, you know. Mostly stand up. Yeah, it's mostly, yeah. most yeah, most stand up and some game show as well. I was talking in Vietnamese. Ah, okay. yeah, yeah. And um, also, yeah, I'm a big fan of Gam Nhoi Quế Tuấn, so yeah. I wanted to maybe somehow can bring back that quality of comedy mm. here in Vietnam. So okay. yeah, so my biggest passion is, is comedy. So that's why I I gotta find a way to do it. Yeah, and so stand up, I failed at that. So I changed to improv, and it was easier to do it. Mm. Uh, and so uh, yeah, I that's why I started improv because, because of your passion for comedy. Yeah, that's my passion for comedy. Yeah, yeah. cool. I I for myself, I definitely share that mm. as well. I love I love um, stand up. I mm. grow up watching it. Um, and yeah, I, I try to perform well twice, <laughs> mostly in mixed, you know, mixed uh, <laughs> result. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really like the feeling of yeah making other people laugh. Like you know, like yeah. being able to bring some sort of fun and positivity in yes. other people's, if, even if just for a moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I also really like the way one of your philosophy at the Rotten Grapes. Which is you always can find a way to make life funny, all right? Yeah, you're putting that wrong. What what is the exact? Uh, the exact quote is you can always find a funny way to live. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, and I love that. You know, yeah. it's it's invite such a different way to look at life, and to be to to really see the mundane, the normal, mm-hmm. and bring out yeah, the the, the funny thing, the yeah. special thing about. It. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. It's really, uh, it's really good uh, quote <laughs> that I came up with only uh, in I think in five minutes or something like that. Okay, okay. <laughs> cool, cool. <clears throat> Where's the next show? If you wanna let people know. When's the next show? Um, okay, so we actually have a lot of shows going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have some shows that we perform at some bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on Wednesday and Fridays every week. Mm. So you can go to the Rotten Grapes uh, website actually to check out the show. Mm. Or the easiest way is to go to Facebook, mm. search for the Rotten Grapes, and then go to the event tab, mm. and you can find all the show. You schedule it as events on Facebook. All right. So you can yeah, keep updated for that. So the website, the Rotten Grapes, and also the Facebook group, which is where you show also the Rotten shows. Grapes. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. So I. Th- 
right now I only have one question left unless you have uh, <laughs> you want to bring up um, but yeah I uh, I want to ask you if you can have a message for the people our listener who are listening right now what would that message be you can say about anything okay a message <laughs> wow, this is hard <laughs> okay a message for everyone um, could be uh, to mm, uh, so hard to think of one message. Uh, uh, you can have two messages. Two messages, okay. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna go for one. One okay. is already very hard. Sure. Ah, <laughs> uh, God. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go with like whatever come up to my mind right sure. now. I think just be, uh, um, just don't take life too seriously. Mm. Uh, you can always find a funny way to live. <laughs> uh, yeah, just uh, maybe observe more about what's going on around you, and you can always find something funny and uh, you know you can sometimes just uh, have fun you know watch some cartoon if mm. you if you really want that you don't have to always be an adult and, <laughs> yeah uh, some yes yeah, okay to have fun and uh, yeah so, something like that right, so really I'm, disorganized thoughts but uh, okay so, okay so having fun sometimes watch some cartoon you yeah. don't always have to be an adult yeah um, yeah final I would say positive way to live yeah 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 perfect yeah all right, that sounds like a good message. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.